0: One more day there's something I would like to say before you go back making your rounds principle but not so great this feast of truths you elevate is more like scraps tossed to the hounds what you call a nation is more of a contagion of the soul that your fears are spreading Come around and you're all mixed up and
1: all for nothing. Yo, welcome to the So, so Scrutiny Podcast. I am your host, Corey. This is my co-host Robert Main. The boss has been slain. Nice. <laughs> and we have some special guests today. Um, they are from the band The Dares. It is Matt and Ben Peterson. Kids, don't talk to the street urchin.
0: <laughs> <Is> that <laughs> I was one good for the rhyme. Yeah, it's a, it's a new
1: kind of worked. It was well, well, It was what we call like Peter. a um, a near rhyme. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. 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 cool. The full, um, the full thing. Watch
2: too. out, kids, for <laughs>
1: the street urchin. Yeah, watch out, kids. Don't talk to the street urchin. horny bastard. It, it, it works, dude. That was I hard because I was like the oh, syllables, I like, the like story si- behind it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you could kind of like that's how you know you got some good shit is there like you, you know that there's a story behind it, you just make it up in your head, you know what okay, I mean? Corey. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, today we're, we have an exciting episode. Um, we're gonna be doing kind of like some uh, our favorite albums of different kind of eras the 90s, 2000s, 2010s. We have a couple like reviews to do, we're each gonna review something. Um, And then we're going to be interviewing about uh, your band. Um, Very excited to hear kind of the history. I know we kind of go back. We know each other. We played shows together with our bands and stuff. Um, But before we do that, um, our unofficial sponsor, we always have to say unofficial sponsor, Bones Coffee. If you guys haven't had Bones Coffee... There ain't a
2: bone to pick with this <laughs> coffee. And that's their unofficial <laughs> slogan, too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, anyway. To, today I'm drinking the uh, Kenya-flavored one. It's from Kenya.
1: It's really, yeah.
2: Very light. And,
1: and I'm drinking... Like
0: the Cup. Well, then. I'm thinking of other unofficial slogans.
1: <laughs> uh It is a... Uh, they're. Ah. such cool like graphics on there I that one
2: I'm not a big yeah cin- that is cool I'm not oh. a big cinna- uh, I keep wanting to say Cinnabon <laughs> Cinnamon fan but um that one's really good it's just got like a hint of it
1: That's yeah cool. well it oh. it's Bones they're yeah. from um like Florida oh, like okay. Cape Cape Coral, Florida, um, we've been drinking their coffee. Like I've been buying so much Bones coffee that I'm like, let's just mention them and support small I business.
2: I was just talking, I need to re-up. I'm like running out already. All my family drinks all my coffee, but it's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, props to LaCroix too. Yeah. You're drinking like three drinks over there. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your,
1: what's up? I'm, I'm just ready for his beer. Like, yeah, he doesn't have it's his beard. Yet.
2: I know it's summer, yeah. but I'm gonna probably crack one open after this. So it is
1: never too early for being. No, I'm just kidding,
2: uh, um, Corey. What have been up to, man? Uh, I
1: have been getting bit by many a mosquito. Uh, they're out there. Uh, the excitement of living in a house, and that's all you can kind of do you get bit <laughs> by mosquitoes. I clean. Mosquitoes. <laughs>
0: Finally experiencing touch from a different being. <laughs> I
1: cannot kill them because. <laughs> um, that's are they like about the ankle biters. About it. Like just kind uh, of okay. hanging out. Yeah. Oh, I, a... I think so. I think they are.
2: Yeah. We're about to get you. What about you fellas? Are you guys uh, living together? Are you guys quarantined together? What's, what's
0: the deal with it over there? Uh, we're not <laughs> quarantined away. together, but he's part of like the small little. Group that I'm allowed to see, like, like I gotcha. yeah, we're yeah, exposed to each other. So yeah, mm-hmm. like we we have the same practice spot. So yeah, we figured, cool. yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if you would have got it, you would have got it by now.
0: Yeah. yeah,
2: I have some family members that have been coming by and doing the same. Little cell yeah. that we allow each other to see. And that's nice. Better. So you guys are still practicing right now, yeah? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, and writing. Just us two. The other two guys we haven't seen, but that's because they have kids, and like we don't want to risk it with their their babies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Smart. Yeah. Well, I wish, man, I miss practicing. That'd be a fun thing to do. Corey and I. I know. It's been, a, it's been a minute for both of us to get into like a. Where do you guys practice at? Do you guys have your own spot or? Yeah, hours?
0: we have a lockout uh, in Santa Ana. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Uh, Gemini Studios, and they've, they've been around for a while. And it's, it's a nice place. It's just it's nice to have a place to go 24 anytime you want, like 24 seven. And that's the best. Yeah. yeah. Nah.
2: yeah. I mean, the, so there's a few hourly ones I used to go to, but I, I had a lockout that was 24 seven. And it was just yeah. like the best. Oh, <laughs> so cool. Yeah.
0: What, what do you play?
2: Oh, I play many things. I, I, when I was in my bands, I played bass majorly, but I, I wrote a lot on guitar and played trumpet <laughs> in high school. I was pretty good at trumpet. Oh, awesome. And, yeah. And then dabble on piano and stuff. And, um, but yeah, Man, those band the band aids. We ever play together?
0: Like um you are uh, from
2: area uh, oh, okay. I, I retired
0: way back in the Okay. Day. <laughs>
2: We're the ones being interviewed here. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it up around like 2000, like 12ish, and oh, okay. started doing like film stuff. So, but it's been oh, cool. very parallel. There's a lot of music videos, and yeah, I can't get away from the music industry. It's just yeah, always on my shoulder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's in, in your blood, I'm sure. Yeah,
2: um, let's speaking of music, let's just get into our uh, reviews, Corey. Um, for sure. I I, re- I don't review a lot of music, but I figured if it's going to be a music episode, might as well do one. And um funny enough, I have already reviewed this album per se. Um Haley Williams Pedal uh, Armor for What is it called? Pedals of Armor. Petals of Armor <laughs> put out like an EP a few uh, months ago or a month ago, and I thought that was it. I thought it was just like these five songs, and I was like, oh, okay, these are cool. And I did a review on it, but lo and behold, she had like two other EPs behind it. Um, so she's got a collection of 15 songs, and they're kind of uh, in the order it's like one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, okay. one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Um, but it's under the label, the uh, umbrella of Pedals of uh, Armor. I always I always liked Haley Williams. I'm a big Paramore fan. Um, yeah, she's great. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, awesome. yeah. Awesome. If you do love Paramore and Haley Williams, this album is not for you. Uh, oh, really? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the vibe I got from it. Too. I didn't yeah. expect that. <laughs> don't, go, don't go expecting pop punk and, you know, uh, just breakdowns and, like, distortion. There's, like, no distortion guitars okay. in this album at all. But it's really good, though. Like, I, I really like jazz, and this album is, like, really jazzy and kind of fusion and she her and her friends just seemed like they had a bunch of time in the studio and just had fun and yeah. i mean as much as some musicians and we go oh you know this isn't what i expected <laughs> but it's like you would love to go in the studio and just play with all the toys for as long as you could and make unlimited um, budget yeah, so, <laughs> so, so everyone can shut up about that she made a really cool record that she's i, I know she's very proud of yeah um, and then I, uh, I went back and redid my scrutiny scale. Originally those first five songs, I gave it 67, but after listening to it like a second time now, I gave it a 73.5. So it's not bad, um, but again, it's not, it's not Paramore. Um, and I, I kept trying to think of that the whole time. Like I, there's a lot of songs that feel like they're going to get going and like have like a really cool bridge or a really huge chorus. And it just, never gets there but it's still cool but it just never got there for me but it's very like lady gaga, madonna uh, it was definitely like a, a bjork inspired um i feel like in the days now of billie eilish this is what billie eilish should be this is like oh, okay. i'm not a big fan of the whispering stuff like that she, billie eilish does <laughs> billie williams does that a lot in this but she does it in such a like perfect way of using her like uh her voice as an instrument yeah. she's just she's a pro she's been doing this since she was like 12 mm-hmm. so yeah. i really tell that she's just a, a really good singer and there was a few times where i wanted her to like let out and like really hear those pipes and she does it in a few songs but not enough but um if you're sure. into all those artists i mentioned and, and and Paramore, if you're a Paramore fan you should respect this at least but again yeah don't go, don't go expecting uh what's it right was it just riot is that was called, right? Yeah, right, yeah, I right. right. I think that was my favorite record by them. Yeah, mine as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember like the first time listening to it popping into my CD and I was cruising to San Diego and going, Damn, this is fucking good.
0: God yeah, damn it. it's <laughs> <kind> of- <laughs> yeah,
2: it's like it, it, it almost feels like an evolution
1: of like what No Doubt was, like how No Doubt was like all rock and stuff. And then yeah, she was like fun. kind of that new. And then you know,
2: one one other thing, um, I definitely with her history of dating um the guy from Newfound Glory, what's his name? Corey? Chad. Chad, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there was any other people between Chad. that breakup and now. I think she has some boyfriend now. I don't know. But I feel like a lot of these songs were like kind of poking at him and how <laughs> broken heart she was of him the whole few songs i was just like oh this is about chad oh yeah this is about him. <laughs>
0: this is the chad album i bet yeah. she probably had a lot of those songs for a while then like if, like yeah because she has been kind of quiet in the pipe. for a while yeah, but I
2: feel yeah. like the last, uh, and, and especially on her social media, I follow her and she hasn't posted in a lot long time. And now it's just like the floodgates are open. She just posts nonstop. Yeah, it's kind of yeah like I follow she her off her. Her mind. She's <laughs> kind of a hippie now. I'm kind of curious. I know she's kind of straight laced, kind of Christian girl, but. I'm pretty sure she's smoking weed now or doing <laughs> something. There's no Probably. Way, there's no way you make that record, or at least the bandmates she has around. Yeah. There's no way you make
0: that record without weed. Sorry. Mm. Yeah. You don't just dabble in jazz without it, you know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> without the jazz cigarettes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, Matt, what did you uh what did you review?
0: Um, so I reviewed uh Happy Hollow by Cursive. Oh, oh okay. nice. Um it came out in uh two thousand six. And it mm-hmm. came out, I don't know if, you, if you're if you familiar with Cursive. Ugly Organ's probably their most popular album. And this is the album right after it. And the thing with Ugly Organ, they had cellos in it. <laughs> but this album, uh, they ditched the cello and um, and use uh, I think at, at one point it had like a five-piece horn section. But oh, there's horns awesome. in it. That's and, rad. That's um, really cool. <laughs> I, I love... I guess I'm very hit or miss about horns in music. I love ska and like, I think it works in in a lot of jazz stuff, but sometimes it can easily become kind of cheesy to me. Yeah. It's got to be real
2: horns. If you start using keyboard horns, then it can start to cheesy. You can tell
0: for sure. Yeah. yeah.
2: And and you know, it's funny. I'm wearing my Thursday hoodie today. And the first time I ever saw Thursday was like this uh, benefit show and cursive opened up. And I remember they they were playing when I walked up and I was like, is that a fucking cello? Oh yeah! <laughs> I was like, "This is mad." Yeah, I was just, like too young, really to appreciate it. But like, I was like, "Oh, that's I've never seen a cello at a punk show before." Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I've, never, I've never like listened to them, but I know Thursday is my favorite band, so I know they've toured together and played. Yeah, one, so they've they're been the in my like zeitgeist bit. emo space. So.
0: Yeah, they definitely emerged from that like early 2000s emo scene. Are they
2: still around? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they're, they're still doing like it. Rad. Uh-huh. Yeah, so um, they're still on Saddle Creek Records, that's like the same as Bright Eyes, and so the guy that produces this um, has done like The Faint and Bright Eyes, and like, I think it said Rilo Kiley in his uh, discography or whatever. Um, anyway, so I really like this album because I think, first of all, the songwriting is really interesting, and it's really well done. Um, Production-wise, uh, they, they captured the tones pretty well, like... It's not like a Butch Vig or like fully like pristine type of production. However, the (laughs) the way they the, the parts that they do and the textures that they make with like the horns and the guitars and just like everything else they use it. I think it's, it's, uh, it's somewhat experimental, but it's really cool. It's like, it kind of reminds me of uh, pet sounds in that, like there's just a bunch of random, like, I guess ambient things and different textures, and one of my favorite things about cursive is that they uh, they use dissonance really well, and mm. it it really works for like if there's like a to build tension in a like say uh, the middle of the verse or something just to like emotional. they use yeah. it really well. Um,
2: same Uh, with thursday i mean that's why they're like i think two together because thursday is like you know they're really great at that too yeah yeah. building and then quiet like the dynamic really too
0: dynamic is great yeah
1: and then they explode with like chaos you know yeah crazy
0: and And this album does that as well yeah like it's not like the heaviest album but Mm they the they use chaos and it's like they control it very well, yeah um, lyrically it kind of it's called Happy Hollow and I guess it was named after um a, a part of uh Nebraska a part of Omaha, which is where they're from and basically it it's talking about like religious hypocrisy and like um, like. How album. the American Dream has like failed many people, and so like Happy Hollow, it's like you know that double entendre in there. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, like it's just a great album, and I I found it at a time where like it like spoke to me, and yeah, yeah. So yeah,
2: I think it's are crazy like, that they one of your favorite bands of like of all time.
0: Yeah, like, I think so. They're they're just amazing musicians, and I think his writing is just very very unique and very in depth and everything you just
2: said you could just uh, for me just re- uh, replace the word cursive with thursday and it's exactly the same. <laughs> yeah they, they awesome had, they write the exact you know age and it was like yeah. you know understanding a car or a full collapse was just like perfect timing for me mm-hmm. and,
0: yeah and- some albums just like hit you at that right moment you know and then it never and go it's- away
2: <laughs> it's so cool yeah. that like
1: a not to no pun intended but like a note can like play across time and stuff like you, you something in two thousand six that was super relevant is like super relevant today. Still, it like oh, yeah. does it's, yeah. it comes full circle. I
0: that, like I think all good art has a timelessness. Quality, yeah, you know, if for sure, like curse, if it's good. Curse. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's
2: great. It's great that now it's a little bit of a new renaissance of these bands that they're like older now and their fans are older and can afford to go to their shows again. Yeah. yeah. And buy beer and buy. And, expensive yeah, merch. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so it's, be, I'll be cool to be down to see them again. Hopefully, maybe Thursday plays with them. If we ever have yeah. shows again, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: I hope. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm really stoked about like the reemergence of guitar driven music. Like, yeah, I we had a lot of electronic for a while, which is not bad, but what was your. I, was your overall score for the album? Um 89. So I probably weighed it differently than you guys probably do. But I do love the album. So yeah. Um you know, scrutiny yeah, <laughs> scrutiny units. Yeah. Scrutiny units. Hey, that's
1: cool. I might trademark that scrutiny units. But um that, that that's what the scrutiny scale is all about, like interpreting it kind of like your way.
2: Um, yeah. Yeah, it, even even with me and know. Haley williams i get it as saving at 73 or whatever but honestly in my gut i'd probably give it maybe in an 80s because it's well produced but yeah hey, screen scale doesn't lie when you start yeah. that's i think that's <laughs> the fun of it so and thanks again for using it did you guys like using yeah. the, the new format that's a new yeah thing i think it made play, it but. easier because yeah like you,
0: you had like real parameters that we had to meet other than like hey, I like this one song because it f- makes me feel good or something. It's still, like, it's, cool. it's still
2: evolving. You know, we're still figuring stuff out, but, you know, it's a, and we're trying to use them across many platforms. So it's kind of hard yeah. to keep
0: them all on track.
2: I had a yeah. question.
0: So do most of your albums that you rate this way, do they end up like, are they in the 80s or like, like, is there like, the way I see that's,
2: the, that's the fun part about it too. It's just the way you feel for me, okay. like my, my, my bar for like a perfect score for, for anything is like the legends, like pet sounds would probably be a hundred. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Josh sure. would be a perfect, you know, so you kind of judge it from those movies, I think. Yeah. Man, okay. You
1: guys just, you guys just made me want to go to my vinyl collection, pull out pet sounds and just <laughs> drop that on. It's a great weekend record. I gave,
2: man! I just gave something a hundred score. What did I get? Oh, it was that new, the new show Dave on oh, oh. a <laughs> uh, oh, little Dicky, dude. I mean, I didn't, I wasn't planning on giving it a hundred, but I was going by every category <laughs> and ended up with a hundred score. And yeah, I oh, think so okay. I
0: love this. <laughs> yeah, well, and you know, and like,
2: there's, been too. Uh, there's been times where I've given like stuff,
1: like really low scores on the scrutiny scale. Cause it's like, maybe that I don't think they accomplished what they were trying to do, but. Uh,
0: you know. okay. Well, yeah, I just yeah. felt like I, I naturally, uh, treat it like, Oh, like a grade on a paper or something. And I'm not going to give an album. I love a C like, it just yeah. doesn't, there's some, it doesn't make sense to me that way. So like, this is like almost an A. <laughs> yeah. You know?
2: yeah. Well, I mean, Corey's a teacher. So that's why we were kind of making like this, is it like a <laughs> syllabus, not a syllabus. What do you call like it? A rubric. Yeah. Uh, rubric, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, so I, yeah, like I, I took what I know about like Google cause I'm like Google certified, trying to get Google certified too. And I just, Bracker. Liz and I just worked on this together and like, okay, cool.
2: Yeah, so this is like a new format. So,
1: thanks again, Liz, yeah. for helping you on that. Yeah, I know she's awesome. Corey, what did um, you do? I did something a little different in terms of records. I reviewed a live record, which oh, normally yeah. I'm kind of like hit or miss about. Like, some of them are great. For me, one of my favorite was like the Bring Me the Horizon live record at. Um, uh, oh, in that hall. Royal Albert Hall. It's yeah, really I good. Really, really good. <laughs> but definitely doctored. I can tell you that because I've oh, seen yeah. them live. But um, <laughs> today I decided to do Tesky Brothers. Has anybody heard of Tesky Brothers?
2: Tesky Brothers?
1: Yeah. Teskey Brothers is a band out of, um, I'm going to say it's Australia. Yeah, it's Australia. Um, and they recorded this at the forum in Australia. Um and oh, cool. they're they're this like almost like bluesy like motown like revival band they're oh, really awesome, really good yeah. like, like they're so yeah. As, yeah
2: as musicians you're gonna listen to this and go oh i should just quit
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> <I'm literally laughs> i already quit because i heard them Now i'm just kidding <laughs> but they're so they good. good yeah they, yeah. they um ah oh, they're ju- they're just so dynamic they weave in and out of like these amazing choruses and like jam sessions and stuff but this came out on may 15th so it's pretty recent um and it's a live record of kind of like just their top hits you know um and the quality is amazing i didn't see any like producers or anything on it. So I'm assuming what they did was they have somebody who's already really good
2: with sound. And they kind of, yeah. They kind of took it to the the But if you're on that level, you have someone sit down and put tools and and figure out. Oh yeah. Of Of course. But but like, it's pretty rare that it's like the raw stuff you're hearing. Yeah.
1: But it does sound very they really raw. Didn't have like, to do too much to it. That's all
2: I'm saying. Yeah, mm. like
0: I'm sure they probably cued it and compressed it. Yeah, but yeah, I bet the performance of it is good enough so you get that live. Film. Yeah.
2: One of my biggest heartbreaks was a Thursday DVD they did, and it was a documentary. And in between the story, they interlaced songs, and I guess Jess vocals were just terrible that night, <laughs> yeah. and you could clearly hear they re-recorded his vocals. Yeah. yeah. On top. Oh, and, and then all the clips of like them in the crowd they never showed him like with the mic up to his mouth Oh, yeah. I was like I can totally see this guys come on yeah. you're breaking my heart but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so you know, these, these guys are so good yeah they probably just did a yeah. little tweaks and stuff and like oh, we're done <laughs> let's go to lunch
1: it, yeah and so yeah that's kind of the vibe I got from it like I've listened to it a couple times now just in the background and I'm like I could almost buy this record and just be happy with listening to all the like solid hits all their songs are really good but like it's really long. I don't remember how many songs, but it's a long record. Um, the quality is great. Their lyrics are beautiful. Um, it's super catchy. If you guys who can else listen else to it.
2: S- who else they sound like? They're, are they kind of like Rival Sons? Like, they're kind of rock and roll, right? Yeah, but not that heavy. They
1: don't okay. go that heavy. Yeah, they're rivals, like... Rival Sons
2: gets kind of quiet, though.
1: They do the, like, do 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 You know, those, like, little, okay. like, like <laughs> doo Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, like, really low key, like low, like beats per minute. You know. Okay. Um, but
2: technical term. Okay.
0: Do you like yeah. them better for their songwriting or for their, their commitment to that style? Like, like I think it's, it's the
1: commitment to that style okay. because it's unbelievable how much they sound like they were just like plucked out of that era and just yeah put into ours. Okay. Like, their uh, yeah, he. Like his voice is so soulful. The singer, he, like, once you, when you really hear them, like, you're going to be like, holy crap, these guys. Is that, are- is
2: that genre of music big in Australia? I feel like it's, it's definitely like an American type thing, right? And it just yeah,
1: kind of I think things, things that like, there, and they yeah, I th- I think so because like just, it feels it like a, a while to figure it out. Now they're making really good. <laughs> <autographs>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, like, it's like that. Australia, <laughs> where you been? <laughs>
1: it's like that with hardcore because like hardcore is like huge in Europe right now, now but it's it like in Asia now
2: too. There's like these crazy yeah. metal bands in Asia that are yeah. Yeah. And so
1: on my scale, I, it was really hard for me not to give it like a hundred cause it's so good, but I didn't cause I went by the scale and I gave it an 88. Um, <laughs> in my, like emotionally when I was listening to it, I'm like a hundred percent. But then I got Cheers, down to like brass tacks. Yeah. yeah. And I got I gave it an 88, but That's I still pretty good. honestly make, pour a cup of coffee or tea or whatever you yeah. drink, like sit down, put it on, read a book. It's so good. Like it, is there like such a, a good record
2: with it too? Do they do like, a uh, no, movie there's movie? no DVD, it's oh. just,
1: but the, I want to get the vinyl, but the vinyl's like, why is don't have 40 it 40 bucks? Yeah, I'm like, oh, I geez, don't know about that. God,
2: Those things are expensive now, mm hmm. So, is <laughs> the like live over oh,
0: okay. Yeah, Sorry. go ahead, dude. So, is the live, ver- like, the live performance? Do you like it? Do you like the live renditions of the songs better than the previously recorded ones? Is there a really- I, good
1: Honestly, that's a great question. I, I honestly want to almost say yes because the music yeah, is, is its <laughs> intended to sound raw mm-hmm. but when it's recorded on a record everything gets compressed a little bit yeah. naturally so like hearing it live is like oh man this is grit this is what they would, yeah. do. They would
2: like and hearing that groove like, you know yeah it's almost yeah. like they
1: would stand out on the street and like busk and just play like on the you know the on the sidewalk
0: everyone like they're basically busking in the forum
3: <laughs>
1: yeah
3: they're the, <laughs> their crazy.
1: busking game just like went out the roof you know nice um but yeah 88 percent. go listen to it tesky brothers if you oh, haven't
2: yeah. heard of them check them out cool um, yeah know, cool me. What, what did you uh listen to or what all did right
0: you... um so, I when I was told to do an album, I was like, Oh, I got to do an album that I love, but I realized it might have, may have been cooler to do something that I was like, just actually review and try to do it objectively. There you go. I did not do that because I love this album. <laughs> um, it's it's like, it's Everything in Transit by Jack's Mannequin, and it's just oh. like, it's just one Dude. album that I can't get, I can't, I just keep going back to. Sometimes I'll wait maybe a year, two years, and then I go back, I'm like, Wow, this is fucking amazing. They came out in uh, 2005 um andrew mcmahon this is the singer of something corporate they got back from tour and he just felt like he had a bunch of songs that didn't really make sense and he kind of wrote this album um the first song is holiday from real and like even now i just hear like the seagulls and like the beach and then that bass slide and like that first line like when it jumps in i'm like wow this is the perfect first line um and it, it, i don't know it's just it's really good there's um is that the one that has Dark Blue on it? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, know, I know the hits. Like, I know that album, but I'm not good with titles, but so I know good. Dark Blue. Uh, yeah, good. Dark Blue. Really, yeah, it was like the yeah. big single off of it, and that's a great song. Um, there's another song called Miss Delaney that I really like. There's a theremin on the chorus. And so, like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was looking, and what really... Um, what inspired that album, uh, like sonically, was Tom Petty and like pet sounds too. So, even that's like the theme of this show today. Dude, okay, I was gonna save it, but you, you said Tom Petty. For I've sure. seen many
2: people that, um, not Jack what's his name? Uh, Andrew McMahon. Andrew, McMahon. Andrew yeah. McMahon is the Tom Petty of like our generation. Yes. Yeah, hell yeah. That song rating, it's like yeah. not even fair. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and like his lyric style is, I, I would just call it more like observational. It's actually kind of different than like what Matt and I do i mean it's not completely different like like it's obviously all english or whatever but (laughs) um he does a lot of like like literal observations and makes them sound very poetic and and i just think like it's i just appreciate his songwriting like style and ability like for the for the there wasn't a songwriting thing on the scrutiny scale but if it if there was i would put five but um for the production they had um They had Tommy Lee from Motley Crue play drums, which I thought was great. That's right, yeah. That's awesome. And then, uh, yeah, Chris Lord, Algae, uh, and mixed it, which is probably why it sounds so good. He's the best. Uh, Him and his
2: brother are just like the the lords of mixing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then there's just, like they're all good pop songs, right, on this whole album. But, like, uh he does a lot of cool, just little instruments. It's very pet-sounding. I think it's probably why Matt likes uh, Happy Hollow. Like, there's just little textures and stuff that play to the song really well. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know.
2: Theremin. Theremin is, like, one instrument I've always just wanted to get my hands on and just play with. They look yeah. so
0: weird to play with, too. Like you're, yeah. like, you're, like, just doing magic or something. Already,
2: yeah. I mean... <laughs> you can give me something and i can figure it out that's one instrument i'm like i i'm gonna be so bad at this but it's gonna be fun <laughs> kind of thing yeah
0: oh well, you don't have to like it's just like it's supposed to sound weird i feel yeah. like you get some where exactly. the some leeway on that one <laughs> yeah but yeah um i let me see um the so like the drums you like you guys broke it down with like drums based guitars so obviously it's kind of piano led so that yeah. was under other instruments and i said the tone was five originality i put three just because like he's just playing kind of not basic, not like super basic stuff, but it's not like he's not showing off his like 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 uh, Chopin chops or something. He's playing. I'll, I'll yeah. real quick. He's also like singing on the same like at the same. Yeah. time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> After that. yeah. that's really hard to do. I <laughs> yeah. always respect and like
1: totally with you guys too. Just like an, a vocalist who plays an instrument yeah. is awesome. That's why I like like thrice so much. That's why li- Jack's mannequin's great. Yeah, that dude is you want to talk about like showman that guy goes nuts on stage i love it for a guy who had like fucking leukemia like
0: yeah oh that's another crazy yeah yeah part of the lore of this album too so um so as they were recording dark blue uh they were just finishing it and he um He noticed that he had like laryngitis and like wasn't feeling good, so he went to the doctor and got um diagnosed with leukemia. Like, Mm -hmm. as they were finishing this album, and what's so trippy about it when I first heard this album, this was like it was after it came out, obviously, and he had like gotten better from uh his illness. But, um, a lot of the lyrics, like, almost they talk about like being sick and like not feeling well and like there's a lot of like portends yeah and it's (laughs) weird because i thought he was writing the album in response to that and then when i learned that like he wrote it right before he got it and it's almost like like a premonition it was was just really crazy like (laughs) it was yeah it was really yeah Yeah.
1: did you i saw them or i saw him play at uh the observatory like
0: I think I, think I wow, but, that show. I think I just went to that show. I, yeah. I think maybe we were there too. Wait, we were, all
1: he, the he, show? Yeah, we were. And <laughs> he, he nice. um, yeah, nice. I, I love that he talked about like, he's like, I had just gotten h- out of high school or we were just graduating high school and something corporate was like, he said something like their grad night was at the observatory or like the galaxy oh. when it was the galaxy. Yeah, and, yeah. And, I played the galaxy. Then, I played yeah, the I galaxy, then, yeah. <laughs> And then he was saying like, I, I went, he was like we went down the road like i had to leave go down the road start recording for something corporate then came back and like mm. i was like what an interesting time like uc jordan was about like leaving high school and all yeah. that stuff and like i don't know uh andrew mcmahon is just this like he's this prodigy of our era i think oh, like sure. i yeah. I, don't wanna, like, I don't want to like i don't I don't want to say like there aren't other good musicians out there because they are, there are, but there's people who stick out like him. I would say like for me, Dustin
2: Kentsru is like, Yeah, a big one like someone like like him where it's like mostly mm -hmm. him and it's like under another name i what comes to my mind with them is rocket summer that guy's another oh yeah of of music that just does everything Mm -hmm. record because he can't senders yeah he's dope
0: i think like the the through line of all of these like people that we hold like that that stand above everyone else is just like the songwriting ability yeah like like, none of them are like virtuosos of their instrument per se but like it's their, their songwriting. They have their own unique style, and they they do it really well. And it's just. Mm-hmm. It's a, I, the way I think about songwriting Is
2: it's like a puzzle Especially in pop Like you only have so many notes You can work with Like without yeah. sounding too weird Like I'm not talking about jazz Like that's different stuff But like pop And it's a puzzle And you can only use so many things And you gotta figure out A way to make it smaller or bigger mm-hmm. Yeah just, It's fun though It's it's yeah. frustrating Just like a yeah. Just like a, a jigsaw puzzle You get fucking frustrated sometimes But then you yeah, <laughs> the right piece And then it, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: it Or you throw the entire puzzle yeah. on. And Like, then you like you just fuck it. it all right? <laughs> And then you just all. you like a song, yeah. This next
0: one. That's the fun part too. That is part it. of song, right? Yeah. Would you, uh, would you rate it? Oh, the total. Overall. Okay. Let's see. It got a, it got an 81. So, yeah. yeah, which feels low because it's like one of my favorite albums. Yeah, see, now that's the fun part about Scrutiny is like
2: to us, that's a high score. I know it's sounds okay, low, yeah. but like, say, you know, hundreds are hard, hard to get to. You know, you got yeah. to fucking really good. But yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, I would probably rate it around the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Me too all the other records he did were probably the same like yeah. 90s. Yeah. He's just crazy. Good. Yeah. yeah he is. Well, I appreciate your input on the scrutiny scale. Like I said, it's evolving We're we take it. Yeah. On. And, <laughs> and one thing I was going to mention, well, you know, like a record like this where it is kind of piano heavy and it's not mm-hmm. one of our categories yeah. we have like substituted another category somehow yeah. into it but that's it's a little bit more expert scrutiny scale We'll you'll get up to that, to that Ooh, I got a cool i got a cool line of my my eyes <laughs> <laughs> it looks like alfred hitchcock <laughs> <laughs> it's just the, the sun hit me just right um let's get into some more music uh favorite albums of the 90s 2000s and 2010s um let's just go back and forth like just the same order we just did uh, on each decade so i'll lead it off um Right before we uh, we started recording uh, Corey and I were talking about this And he nailed two out of three of mine <laughs> Just right <laughs> off the bat Really easy um, The first one I'm going to do in the 90s Was the first album CD I ever bought From like a record store The warehouse down the street from my house Was uh, uh, Smash Mouth Foosh Foosh oh, wow, yeah. Foosh You man. <laughs> I've always had a hard time <laughs> pronouncing it. Uh, it's You know it's the one that has the The Sun song um,
0: Oh yeah I'm Okay was that come out after they got Hugh? You know, no, that this before? is the one that got
2: them big. This is like their first record. and oh, um, yeah. Walking on the Song. Yeah, we'll
0: that, that, that was the
2: first. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. I I see. Say, yeah. yeah. The, next, the next one, uh, what was it? Astral Lounge. I had that. Corey was just listening to that the other day. That one put him on the next level with All Star. Yeah, that's crazy. What an underrated band, man I love them I think they are very underrated Thank you, Corey Because these Especially this one This is a punk record Like everyone yeah. thinks The Walking on the Sun song Because yeah. that one sticks out Kind of like Yeah really Bad from the rest of this I don't Rest, of, this, no, 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 rest yeah. of the album um, Flow Leads off the whole c- CD With just like a In your face punk song Pop punk um, mm-hmm. And they're kind of, they have like some fun songs too, like the Fonz. It's about literally the Fonz from a TV show. Um, hey, yeah. <laughs> got to do it. But I mean, yeah, this, this album will always be in my heart because it was my first one. And, and it just always, I put it on probably once every six months and just rock out to it while I'm I'll out. check it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, and they, they all do like their instruments. They don't do a lot of out, mm-hmm. outside Produce like have a lot of people come in and mess With their music too yeah. much Their uh, they're guitar yep. player I believe I don't remember what his name Is but he's kind of the focal Point of that whole band he writes like Majority of everything so he's kind of the okay. grandchild Of that band um, but yeah Smash Mouth if you haven't yeah. a but, but also like if you're first time listening to it now remember put your shoes like put go back in yeah. 1999 and remember what music was like yeah. then
0: and Yeah also like they're the success from All Star kind of overshadows everything else yeah. And yeah. to the point where they're kind of like memeified now but like they're like a good band and they were a band yeah. way yeah. before
2: they, they get made fun of for making yeah. one of the most popular songs of all yeah. time
1: yeah. dude i love yeah. that song yeah, it's i don't have much like... money man yeah it's it a good it good ass
2: pops yeah for Good song, cool. But right. yeah, so then um, yeah, uh, uh, hit, yeah, hit me. What you got? So
0: for the '90s, right?
2: Yeah,
0: uh, I chose Dookie by Green Day. Nice, nice. Yeah. It's a great yeah. record up
2: there for me too. Yeah,
0: I mean it was just such a such a formative like record for me, mm-hmm. uh, especially with like the Dares. Right around then, we uh, became like more pop punk and. Mm-hmm. had a little more distortion and played faster songs. it was a game changer for us yeah, yeah. and <laughs> it's just a great album it's like pop punk gold and yeah
2: <laughs> i learned how to play guitar and bass from that and Ammon of the state like those were mine yeah all the tabs all oh, the tabs okay. <laughs> i've heard i think it was uh i think it was butch vig like talk
1: about the foo fighters and say like the intro to like uh Teen smells like Teen Spirit mm-hmm. with the like the drum, yeah, yeah, whole thing. This record does that for me. With uh, I think it starts out with what's the song Burnout? Is it Burnout? Yeah, no. it
0: goes, yeah, yeah. Killer, yeah, I love that. Yeah, that is good.
1: Like Basket Case, Basket Case is like a classic. It's like videos too. Oh, great music.
0: every yeah. song is really good too like it, mm-hmm. it, yeah it just it's one of the things they got captured and it's like magic <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's
1: like seminal 90s music because you think about like even the cover it's all gross like the 90s was the yeah. era of like grossness <laughs> or yeah you know <laughs>
0: We're they were bringing it back man they were it's gonna, gonna call it liquid dookie at first but that was like <laughs> apparently that's the line <laughs> yeah like add liquid to it and you're, yeah. but but it's better than yeah. calling yeah. it like runny shit or
2: something
3: yeah
2: <laughs> like, come on <laughs> it's a cover too like you can it's one of those covers you can just keep looking every time and find something where's waldo
0: yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> but with poop
2: <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice good one all right Corey, wh- hit me what'd you got um, so
1: I cheated a little. I had two because at this time I was kind of divided two. on like whether I was going to go <laughs> That's like, okay. A, I'm gonna yeah, listen okay. to hip-hop the yeah, whole time and 90. everything But yeah. enema of the state which came yeah, out in 99. There you go. Um, dude opening with like the, the freaking the uh the Aliens dump weed, like opening oh, with that dude yeah. Like yeah. oh that <laughs> blew my mind and that fast riff like Tom is a legend at writing like catchy nursery rhymey rock yeah, songs. Yeah. But like, singing. Not at singing though. Not at yeah. singing. He's not
2: great. But
1: not something Sorry, sorry. But he's so cool. Um, <laughs> he's a legend. Then, the way with his voice. <laughs> no, yeah. Eminem, uh, sure. Marshall Mathers LP. I cheated a little because it came out in two thousand, but like early two thousand, so I still consider it part of like my like the nineties oh, yeah. repertoire.
2: Okay. 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 Um,
0: it was a transition period. <laughs> yeah, he, that, recorded he
2: recorded it in ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. So that that record
1: to me is super punk. Like that's such a punk rock record because it was like calling out a lot of like, what was not being like talked about? I mean, it was, it said like it talked about like school shootings and stuff when like this wasn't a you know, it wasn't as big of a thing as it is now. But um, I feel like he, he kind of shined the spotlight on like celebrities and all that. And this was before now where he's, kind of like trying to do battle with like this like 12 year old rapper like <laughs> yeah. mgk like i just i don't get any of he's the like celebrity
2: for a long time now <laughs> like, yeah slowly, like the, <laughs> he's slowly becoming a clint eastwood on the porch just looking at the rappers going by like i can beat you
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah well best, and, you know? and oh, it's undisputed weird. like people are arguing that like you know mgk is better than him or whatever i'm like dude like Eminem is arguably, and any other rapper will tell you, like he's arguably one of the best, like lyricists out there. He may not like yeah. write the most creative, like music now, but back then he <laughs> yeah, was at was, the top of his game. Like I, like I
2: like that you said that he's punk because he, you know, if yeah, like, yeah, but, yeah, but, he really was because he's a white guy trying to break out into a yeah Many black market and yeah needed oh, yeah. better than most black artists so it's like it's yeah like props man that's a hard audience to sell to one well, the black community has embraced him a lot which is
1: really rad like yeah. i saw him on like it's called hot boxing with uh, mike tyson um and, <laughs> and, and like the, he like awesome. they were like the black he kept saying like um he's really like humble like it's weird he's really humble and like real life when he's talking to people but he's like Honestly, I've always been like, oh, my God, I got I have to be careful about what I say and stuff. But Mike Tyson's like, man, fuck, you're already in the, like our family, like you're part of our family. And like he was he was that punk kid who just like saying yeah. about wieners and like <laughs> like VD and shit and yeah. got famous on it like that. That's pretty rad. Like if he could do it, you know i could do it that was anyone hard. listening
0: can try talking about wieners and vds yeah 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 but well
2: yeah favorite, eminem that is, is dave little dicky i mean he's trying to be yeah. kind of have that fun he's really funny but he backs it up with really good rhymes and beats and stuff mm-hmm. so people can't go oh damn this is not it's not good it's really good damn it he's, he's he did it <laughs> he's
1: yeah dead. so yeah my 90s are like enema and marshall mathers like kind of for me they blended because that's the only two records i would like put on like yeah. daily you know there you
0: go
1: um nice. anyways <laughs> yeah it's me <laughs> it's awesome. ben hit us
0: oh okay um uh i picked uh i don't know if i cheated but i picked uh i picked a movie soundtrack um mm, that's cool this movie actually made me want to be in a band and it's uh, that thing you do it came out uh, in 86. Love soundtrack's nice. Really good. Like, it still holds up. Um, I was listening
2: to it. it.
0: Yeah. Uh, is it the Fountains of Wayne guy? Yeah, Adam yeah. Schlesinger. He just died when oh, I last month. Yeah. 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 COVID. It's, it's crazy. Man. Like, it felt awful. Because, like, I think when I found out he had passed away, uh, I, I listened to this album again. And I was like, oh, wait. He was so good. Like, just the ability to, like, write write such a pop song that sounded like it was just pulled out of the 60s and, like, so then like, well, everything else is just really good on this album.
2: Yeah. You know, remind me of even the other bands too, like the the yeah. guy and then the the Supreme type bands. I yeah, think. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: No mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say remind me of their famous song but it's Stacy's mom, right? Isn't yeah, that, that it? Away. Okay. Yeah, he was yeah, cool. yeah.
2: <laughs> I thought I'd about mom. Years, I was like, it's nothing you do, man. We talk about it. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh it's great. That record is the yeah. soundtrack to that. Have you guys so seen good.
2: the extended version, the director's cut? I don't think so. All right, it's, if you're a fan of like the original movie, go yeah. try to find the director's cut or extended version because <laughs> there's this whole other backstory where it shows that Tom Hanks's character is gay. Whoa, honestly, really? It's that's... a whole other thing. Yeah, he goes on a date with Howie Long, like the famous football player. They get into a car, and, and there's there's other like these tiny other scenes with the band and doing more like I think there's more concerts and stuff. But
0: yeah, honestly, I, thought, I was like,
2: whoa, this is like a totally different cool. movie. And it's nine. It's like the '90s, so that's, yeah, that's- kind of still something
1: that's like big, you know, a big deal. I thought. Yeah. Sure. I thought
2: maybe you were gonna say uh, Pulp Fiction because that's another like oh, yeah. soundtrack that really like stuck out for a lot of people. Yeah. 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 Good call, man. Let's look cool. at going you. outside the box a little bit. I mean, yeah. That's not you. <laughs> Co- what well, was shooting.
0: You did <laughs> <laughs> Dude, one, one. not from the '90s. Yeah. There you
2: go. Right. Uh, so, my 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 uh, album from the uh, 2000s is, of course, it's from, it's from Thursday but uh you know which one um war all the time it's that's my favorite as much as i love full collapse and that is the classic thursday album when war all the time happened that just like changed everything for me with music and just how this kind of music could be brought to me like mm-hmm. it's just the dynamic There wasn't the same old no offense to green day as much as they were inspiration but it was the same velocity almost the entire song mm-hmm. minus like the uh Mike dirt bass solos every once in a while, but it Thursday would brought like dynamic like we were saying earlier and um yeah, and there's a it was a fun story like this was their first um major label record too um to island and um they brought the first few songs to their, you know, island rep. And he's like, no, this isn't radio. Like, we don't want to do this. Like, this isn't good. Like, go back in the studio and write us more songs. And so... Um, you weren't they, ready
0: for it, huh?
2: <laughs> the yeah, label. <laughs> and, and they were, were kind of like, what the fuck? Like, this is what we're going to have to deal with. Like, this is what we didn't want to do. But they were with, with with victory. Anything better, anything other than victory is a, is a step up. Because victory was garbage. But yeah. After that, though, they came out with Signals Over the Air, which was kind of their middle finger to them writing a pop song um and then i i believe uh, the song or no not the song steps ascending and um there's one other might have been asleep in the chapel um or no i think it was actually for the workforce drowning and those are like some of the best songs on the record so as much as they could have hated their label it forced them to make some really really great songs yeah, yeah. But they weren't ready for a major label. They got knocked. The next record made them get dropped by Island. And and then Thrice got dropped. And, you know, all the emo bands got dropped by... All, uh, island mostly, and, and now, like, they're, now they're all, all these bands and yeah, now Hopeless yeah, and, and epitaph. They're all picking up these bands. Like, come over here, we'll help you out.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's changed so much since then. Like, they used to not know what the major labels used to not know what to do with like a band.
2: They just ever. saw teenagers going, oh, the, yeah, they're excited about these bands. We must well, get them, and then didn't know how time. to promote them. And,
1: yeah, <laughs> well, so. then there's a uh, with, with that record, like it just. It's so, it's unlike anything I had heard in like 2000s. It's so chaotic. And like, I love that, like structured chaos, you know, we got to see,
2: I know Jeff's not the best singer. I know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: that's, that's the beauty of the band is his like kind of bad singing makes it good and and since yeah. uh, i'll give him props if you see him live now he's incredible he is yeah awesome. he's a lot he's better of how he sings but during these times he was known as tone jeff so what? <laughs> i love that <laughs> so
1: but curious.
3: by his to... okay,
2: everybody yeah everybody <laughs> yeah
1: yeah but we got to see we got to see um Full collapse and War All the Time, like multiple times, played all the way through because we went to a bunch of their like comeback shows where they were doing like full record sets. Oh, cool! So that was incredible. Seeing War War All the Time was like my favorite Thursday record. So
2: yeah, yeah, mine too. (laughs) That's why it's not. I mean, they're all they're all pretty great for me, but uh, that's that's by far my favorite. Uh, Yeah, hit us. What you got?
0: Um, I chose. Uh Conk by the Kooks. Okay. Nice.
2: 2008. So cool. right. I love yeah, the
0: Kooks, great. yeah. I love that album a lot. The songwriting is really good. it reminds me of like the Beatles and Rolling Stones and like mm-hmm. know, very sixty, but then they also have their own style of songwriting. Um I love the production of it. It's so dry, but it works really well. Because I, I yeah. normally like a little reverb on certain things, but this production is just really good. It, it It's like, cap. it just sounds like high fidelity vintage recording or something. Like it sounds. Yeah. Really, yeah.
1: And the, the kooks, the funny story about them that I have is like, I, I was super stoked on them and I know Liz loves them. She was like, she loves like that indie rock kind of like mm-hmm. era. And like, I went in to go buy tickets at House of Blues Anaheim. I remember and i was because their site said they're on sale and i went and they were sold out and i never got to see
0: them live like uh, so bummed we saw them in but, a, the observatory The observatory there. yeah it was awesome it's oh, <laughs> a good place to see them yeah i love that venue every time I yeah, it it just yeah. seems
2: like it's better somehow yeah.
0: yeah
2: yeah just just their parking they need to figure out their parking and make it free like somehow yeah, they, yeah. that whole street is free like it's empty and they can't do parking on it for some reason we usually park yeah. down the street and just walk <laughs> That's what I do. yeah i go like down yeah they're on the corner at this just random uh business where yeah. there's, there's no one checking and just do a little and walk over. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the steps but
1: yeah kooks kooks are awesome but, uh, i like uh, them what,
2: what? um sorry this is 2000 was this like one of their how long they've been around for a while right yeah um this album came out in
0: 2008
2: one. Is this one of the, like the middle records or one of their first ones or um, I'm, not, I think I it's, I'm not too keen with the kooks.
0: I think it's their second or third. Okay. Um, this is the one that kind of broke through in the States a little bit more than the other ones. Gotcha. So like, when that came out, that's when I heard them. And I actually heard the single off that album on K rock, like one time I was like, Oh, this is a cool. And yeah. So it was kind of that break. So kind there of
2: days of K rock where you'd actually find good bands. And, yeah. and now they suck. So screw those guys. Garbage. Um, <laughs> but, cool. All right. Corey hit us. What you got.
1: Um, two, uh, 2000s, two thousands. I cheated again, guys. You of them, um, three of them. how many you got <laughs> five? No, I'm just kidding. Um, but they're both thrice records and they both came out oh. in the kind of near the same time. Um, artists in the ambulance, 2003, super important record for me. Like, that got me into that like cool melodic kind of punk genre. And that's kind of what segued me into hardcore and like being able to enjoy like, you know, post-hardcore, hardcore, all that stuff. And then in 2005, they followed it up with like their granddaddy of all records. Like the one that like defined their change and like where they are now is Visu. And that record like was super experimental. They played with a lot of different sounds. There's a song called music box on there where they got like a Japanese music box that like (laughs) they played, um, Tepe got it and then he, he he played it and he's like, dude, let's write a song out of this. I can hear it in my head. It's so. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And then just like heavy guitars. Those are like the heaviest guitars. I think I've heard in a long time out of a band like that. Like, they they down tune everything to just be like yeah. when you listen to it it just like fills the room they're, you know
2: they're, they're kind of like e- like emo screamo nerds because they yeah they weird timings and they can pull it off and yeah they're and they know everything like they're very they know everything about the scene and all that stuff like yeah they're just they're, they're very intense. I have, have my little thrice poster up here i'll I'll give you a break with cheating because you do have the thrice poster right above your shoulder
1: (laughs) yeah and it's signed by all of them it's to be everywhere is to be nowhere one of my favorite thrice records but these two records are just so strong they like they show a band that was like growing from artists in the ambulance to like visu i'm not saying artists isn't great because it was on island it's when they were like you know, re- it's, it's, at their, it's, peak. their war,
2: it's their war all the time like you got them on the yeah ring.
1: it's it's very for it's sure kind of, kind of quote-unquote poppy for them but yeah i mean come on that song all that's left with the like cool music video where the, it's all colorful and they're all dancing and the, stuff the
2: flags and stuff in like
1: mm-hmm. i think that they're like dancing yeah i don't know it, that's all saying, like, i remember one um
2: what's the uh, image of the invisible yeah yeah that song is crazy there's this i love the 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 writing they did if you look into like the pre-choruses they get like longer and shorter and shorter or it's it's maybe it's shorter to longer but i just love that they took these little spots in between the songs that aren't really long but did something a little bit different and then just yeah like the the Morse code stuff and, and the video, the video was kind of cool too there's one other record
1: that like, I'm not like going to talk too much about, but like is an example of their kind of innovativeness on their alchemy index record earth, they yeah. have a song. I think it's, I don't know if it's digging my own grave or child of dust. I think it's the last song on that record, but they buried a microphone and they like dug, you could hear them like digging a grave and stuff. It's nuts. Wow. I just like, See, they that's, they that's have to. S- kind of yeah, sort of yeah. It's <laughs> super
2: nerdy. <dirty. laughs> I'm also They're jealous. Great. I, like. I, that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <that's, laughs> so
0: thrice. More behind it too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, hit us. Ben, okay. Yeah, you're next. You're yeah. Sure. Ben, um, I did. Uh, um, "Guilt" show by the GitHub Kids. It came out in uh, 2004. Nice. disclosure, um, I didn't hear it in 2004. I heard it later. But like, since we're picking an album from that era. Yeah. Really good. My brother Matt actually got me into them. He he wasn't really into them. He's like, hey check out get get up kids and like they're kind of more indie but still very pop punk emo in that world. But and I don't think I maybe I wasn't ready when I was like fourteen when this came out. Yeah. But then later I was like, Hey, this is a really good album and yeah, the songwriting. It's like smart pop songs kind of. Like like the hooks are really good, but they're not it doesn't feel like bubblegum at all yeah the, there's like content to the lyrics it's different and they they have a really cool use of uh piano like not in a way that it's, it leads the band like jack's mannequin but like they use synth and piano in a really tasteful way that just works with like pop punk and i thought i don't know, I thought it's just a good album <laughs> Corey, you love them right get up kids yeah um I, i'm not a big I, fan they
2: never really got into my kind i of d- i
1: d- I'm not a like I said I'm not like a fan because I don't know them like I I haven't listened maybe now is a time where I could go back and listen to them um I do know that in the scene like Saves a Day and all those bands and like Get Up Kids are huge in that scene and like
0: yeah they're that same kind of
1: pocket they're that kind of band that deserves respect for what they're doing like especially them and like I don't really like Saves a Day but like saves the day. Like
2: I understand the respect they get. Yeah, and stuff. How, how dare yeah. you, Corey? You just kind of, well, I'm going to be honest right now. Like I didn't, I didn't know about the get up kids until after I started listening to Reggie and the full effect. Like I got oh. to Reggie and then I was like, Oh, he was in another band. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. That's cool. But <laughs> yeah, I actually, I like Reggie more than the get up kids, but I, you know, since then I have gone back and go, oh, okay, I get it. Like I could yeah, see yeah. Yeah. where he came singing
0: in the very beginning. It was kind of rough too. Like, he probably yeah. had a nickname too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: and they're and that's kind of fun too. Like they, it's not jokey joke, but it is like, let's not yeah. take this too seriously, guys. Yeah. you were having like fun of- playing music. Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. good stuff. Yeah, good call. Yeah, all right. Uh, let's see. Now we're into it's all. It's on me, right? Uh, we're doing the in- 2010s, man. This is the one Corey couldn't. Well, I guess the. Oh no, you did guess this. We finally got it later, but uh, this is a uh, four-year strong. Oh uh, yeah, I could have picked a few oh, from them, but my favorite, I think, his most underrated album by them is in some way, shape, or form. Um, oh, it's so like good, a Dookie album. It's got a really cool cover that you could keep looking at and just find new things every time you look at it. I, uh, I really like that, but um, this is a lot of like the. I feel like the East coast hardcore kids that loved the, uh, the, like the first record full length didn't re didn't get this. Like they wanted the breakdowns and the crowd chants and the, you know, yeah. the circle pit. And this really didn't, it had, a, it has a few, but not really. Like this is them stretching out their songwriting abilities and be able to sound consistent throughout the whole album. But every song has like its own little flair and, Kind of sound, you know, and um, I, the one oh, I've always heard that um, the one thing people don't like about this is like it sounds like the Foo Fighters, like I've heard that from a lot of people, and it's like that's a bad. You know, thing? What's wrong with that? <laughs> that's a bad thing. Like they yeah, get a lot of hate, yeah. I and mean, I think it's from that uh, "Just Drive" song. That's very kind of Foo Fighter y, and um, yeah, fuck, fuck them.
0: Um, at Corey, do we have that in the uh, the screen? Yeah, we do. Yeah, and that yeah. I, that one's like a Wes Anderson <laughs> setup.
2: Like, yeah, you know? yeah. And it's just, it, and it kind of just shows you what kind of guys they are. They're very, you know, they're big, bearded lumberjack guys from Boston that love baseball yeah. and uh-huh. sports okay. and everything. 90, hockey, so, um, <laughs> yeah, and hockey. Um, so, I mean, I, I I'll go to my grave saying everything great about these guys. But yeah. it's not. I, I mean, I I think my favorite record out of. All of them is probably Rise or Die Trying. Uh, cool. But this, I feel like, is the most underrated. It's just the best songwriting they, they've done. So
0: that's mine. Yeah, yeah it's very good.
2: Cool. Matt, hit us. What you got?
0: Um, There are a lot I could have chosen, but I chose um, uh, Battle Act by Together Pangea. I don't know oh, I
2: haven't really listen to them i've never even heard of that say that again who is this um
0: so You're the same words right? <laughs> 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 um, so the album titles is bad. okay. it's like cadillac but bad i guess anyway okay. um the band is called together pangea okay. uh it was put out on harvest records that's um anyway he's making all this up right now <laughs> yeah on the spot real things <laughs> i love the simplicity of their songwriting and then they're they're also kind of grungy and like i just love the guitar tones the songs are really catchy um yeah i don't know just that that album definitely uh helped to steer uh my music a little bit and added them yeah, I think it helped us modernize a little bit. I think we were very much stuck in pop punk uh, or the residual pop punk world and now it's more like an indie punkish type of thing. It just it, was, it just changed knows, like that. my direction and it made me want to do use a like distorted um like 60s like if you took the like a 60s guitar part and made it really distorted and like I don't know and then made it sound like the so 90s clinky kind so of So it reminds
1: me a lot yeah, of yeah, like yeah. uh what you're saying kind of brings to mind like swimmers and like. Yeah, filers. it is. Yeah,
0: they're in that scene for sure. Yeah. Yeah,
1: well, I love swimmers though they're so good. But together Pangea, I never heard of them. I had to add them.
2: Yeah, they're cool. <laughs> and then I'm I'm looking yeah. it on iTunes similar artists compared to them, and I don't know any of these bands either. Like I feel like, just, I feel like an old man right now. I used to be so hip and know all the bands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: it's definitely like its own yeah. like newer scene. Like yeah, very LA like yeah. They're that's, they're from uh, LA. That's what it says. Yeah, that's super cool.
2: Well, yeah, but, I'll check them out. I found them on iTunes. I'm going to check them out too. Yeah, check
0: out the song battle lock. It's really good. It, it's very like sixties, but then like-, I like the album cover. <laughs> yeah, it's cool.
2: That one's a good one. Cool. Corey hit us. What you got? Um,
1: My last one and I picked one this time. So uh, <laughs>
3: oh,
1: wow. this one came out in 2018. So more recent, uh, but it's Mac Miller um, oh. swimming. Uh, I going back, I have a huge hip hop, background like i love listening to hip-hop growing up atmosphere um let's see uh all the all those types of like underground hip-hop bands Mm -hmm. um but mac miller has become like one of my favorite artists like ever Mm -hmm. um because of that record swimming is so well produced like it it's beautiful it has like jazzy elements um his newest record, like the one that really they released posthumously is called circles and it's kind of a continuation of swimming. But, um, if you, you should go on, um, YouTube at some point and look up, uh, Mac Miller ladders, like the one you climb live. Um, cause he did it. I, I can't remember if it was like the tonight show or something, but he went on and he, he did it. And it was amazing. Like that guy has a, had a different mind. He was like, I he think really,
2: he was, he did a really good NPR session yeah. too, right? What are oh, they called? Yeah. Uh, tiny, uh, desk. tiny desk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, he that, did. An, really good
1: too. Uh, that one's like incredible too. And he wore this hat. I'm wearing like
2: the hat. <laughs> yeah. We've, but, mentioned, we've mentioned this album in Mac Miller a few times, as many times yeah, as I yeah, mentioned for strong. <laughs> yeah. He's,
1: he just, he, I feel like he was one of those people that was going to become like, Uh, like another one of the you know the the prodigies like the legends um he was he was poised to do that i mean he had uh who was it that was working on his record um some like
2: movie guy right oh
1: uh the guy that did the soundtrack for uh oh john bryan john bryan the guy that did the soundtrack for like eternal sunshine Sunshine. (laughs) um he and you can hear it in circles at the beginning almost you can hear like the john bryan e thing but circles is more incomplete because he didn't get to finish it but it's still a beautiful record um i think he was starting to kind of sound a lot like john Mayer, like go the john mayer route like the really bluesy like okay
2: r&b kind of r&b
1: style but that era is incredible. There's another one called The Divine Feminine. That's really good. It's another one of his records, but I'm all about Mac Miller now. Yeah. Like he he grew. He's a guy that grew very much like Thrice. He started with like, you know, the kid hip hop like Eminem did when he was a Slim Shady or whatever, and then yeah. he grew. Even more so than Eminem in my opinion. Like grew to be this like talented
2: musician. He wouldn't be where he was if it wasn't for Eminem. Like, yeah, he I mean, wouldn't, it would, it yeah. would be as maybe Kwon easy to him. Yeah. Way harder if Eminem wasn't around.
1: Mm-hmm. So. I think Eminem kind of set the stage for that, like punk kid type, like hip hop. And he, Mac Miller did the same thing. Why well, kids um, can rap
2: as long as they can prove themselves. <laughs> yeah,
1: for sure. You got to bring it really. Yeah. <laughs> um but I, I do like it it's a great record if you haven't heard it like listen to it all the way through swimming and then go listen to circles like you don't have to listen to anything before right away but swimming got me into everything
0: all right so, we got some homework we got lots of homework mm-hmm. i know there's a lot of albums i want to just go back and check out now yeah all right ben let's uh, right. finish this off mine came out in well not mine this band is called skigs they're from australia uh, this album came out in twenty eighteen. It's called My Own Mess. And it's really cool. Uh uh Did you show you show me that? I think so. so. I think yeah, I think Matt always shows me all the cool albums. Uh, <laughs> give me the give me the band name one more time. What are they called? And, so it's S K E G S S. Two S's is in that name. Oh. Huh. They're three piece from Australia. It's like surf drop. They're oh, all yeah. dirty looking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, said
2: surf. The photo came up and I was like, yep. Yeah. yeah. Love yeah. It. Surf. See we know. Very dirty
0: looking. Yeah. They're really cool. Like, they have like their own image, obviously, and like their aesthetic yeah. is interesting. Um the song writing is just really good. I think this is like th- what I just appreciate in any band. It's like he the the lead singer I'm pretty sure writes most of it, but um they're just kind of simple pop songs hidden in like the the kind of grungy rawness of their garage yeah. rock very simple their yeah. their guitar tone is is for so for a band that's closer to a punk band it's not very distorted but it works yeah. really well it's cool. like a, it's like a a dirty like if you take a clean Fender tone and put a lot of gain on it, or something, yeah, so like it's nice. not even that much gain. Like it's, it's still pre- just it's pretty clean. Good. Yeah,
2: like a jazz jazz combo and they hook up some crazy pedal to it, pretty much. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, it's, yeah. it's just cleaner than you would expect for something that actually like jams pretty hard. <laughs> Sounds like he's describing the members. But um, so if you if you they have a making of uh, the album on a video on YouTube, and I'm pretty sure they're drunk the whole time, and it's really fun to watch because like. <laughs>
3: I'm there's sure this, they drink constantly. There's this Australian <laughs>
0: accent, and it just gets sloppier, and you don't really understand. But, yes, yeah, it's just really cool. And like their songs, I don't know, like they're simple, but you believe what they're saying. And it, it was just a it, fun album. And it turned, sure. and I feel like it helped us bring in different elements that we wouldn't otherwise do, like like the certain guitar tone or. And incorporating certain surfer and there's like yeah there's records. like a '90s nostalgia to it as well. Like it's just yeah, oh yeah it's fun.
2: definitely '90s. You look at the record covers; they're very yeah. could have been. Made. Yeah, yeah,
0: they're
1: cool. Then that's that's a good sound though, because I feel like, and I'm not gonna sit here and act like the '90s are like the best like era ever, because we all say that. We all say our era yeah, is the we best, were. you know. <laughs> but the '90s era had a really cool like rock. Sound, yeah. it was yeah. a good time for Pre- rock Pre- and roll, Pre- Internet. Pre- Internet. Yeah.
0: yeah, and like it, for sure. it had a lot of good musicianship, but there's a nice sloppiness to like a lot of good, yeah, music. for sure, was,
2: yeah, and a nice weird
0: nice. amount of one hit wonders. Like,
2: yeah, like, yeah. yeah. another band that uh I've never heard of, and then I look at similar artists and never heard of any other. <laughs> okay.
3: <band>. thinking,
2: <laughs> you, feel you just have to dive in, dude. I like, I like one of these. What was it, uh, Hockey Dad? Oh yeah, yeah, goes, they're kind oh, of cool. <laughs> Dune Rats. There's some really good. Oh, they're all dirty. I yeah. thought maybe all the band names have been chosen by now, but I guess. Well, even Tired even Lion the is a... <laughs> <laughs>
1: even <laughs> the band titles are like '90s. Like, oh, yeah. like Dune Rat is a freaking '90s <laughs> sure. band name. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine like a what's I'm the guy that does not. Rat Fink style like art with like the, the you know Rat Fink right? Yeah, yeah, the guy yeah. with like the weird like rat i don't know how to oh, explain it either. but you have to look it up yeah
2: a lot of good albums well you know we could have probably added maybe the 20s into this do you guys have a, like a good record you would maybe recommend just off the top of your head this I mean, year This year, yeah uh, i would mm. probably say if like, i'm gonna go again with four years strong they put a record out uh brain pain that's just yeah it's good, yeah, it's, good. it's not one of their best records but it's still got 90s nostalgia too. than what's out there they're still doing they're technical dudes So, um, yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah, not a lot lot since the quarantine's been out, but I mean, a few records.
0: Have you guys heard the new Strokes album? Is it any good? Yeah. Yeah, I like it.
1: I like it a lot. I reviewed that in one of our mini sods. Yeah, we
2: did a mini-sode, so if you go look back, you guys can, and the listener can go listen to that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, It was good. It was a really good record. I think
0: I only heard one or two songs. and I was like, oh, this sounds like the Strokes. And you
1: know, Rook, Rook, Rook Ribbon? (laughs) Rick Rubin did
0: that (laughs)
2: record, I believe. Oh, really? Um, Yeah, it sounds good, but it's very strokey.
0: Yeah. yeah, Rick Strokey and uh, Rick Rubin. Yeah, he's he gets really good like like natural sounding things and just, yeah. Like, he's, good, he's, he's good. He's good producer. Good he he understands
2: what he's given, the product that he's given, and he yeah. yeah. He does it differently with the rap guys, and then with like Weezer, and you know, and then with it's not that's not the kind of the problem that i have with john Felman. all john Felman shit sounds the same
3: yeah to me it
2: sounds a little over edited like yeah, can, yeah. at the same time he's a goddamn legend i can't like yeah sure. that he's yeah. good at what he does so for uh, sure well uh, hopefully some more albums come out in this decade that are decent enough to talk about <laughs> um so let's let's get into the band sure. a little bit um yeah these so yeah. are your brothers so you guys have been oh. right, playing together since you know day one what'd you guys uh (laughs) since we were in diapers (laughs) almost what was your your, like your first
0: introduction into like music being able to play like what was your um from our dad uh he he plays acoustic guitar and writes songs like he's kind of like a singer songwriter he uh you know grew up in like the 70s and stuff and so basic chords but like yeah like he definitely has a knack for songwriting and i feel like we inherited some of that from him like just he just has this ability. Like he's, he taught us like three chords when we were like five or six. Was then, it, uh, smoke on the water? Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like GC and he was like thirds. Like you know, like,
2: like
3: or
0: That's that's pretty. That's pretty advanced stuff. Okay. Yeah. Like grand, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then um we we kind of quickly like overshadowed with the guitar playing like because we just learned faster I think but like he got us started and um he would help us write like lyrics and stuff and um. We would like write songs, melody, chords, and um, he would help us write lyrics. You kind of we were... to him. You guys get together, write a song. Thanks
2: for joining us. Bringing followers. it to your yeah, producer. We'd it. <laughs> yeah, your producer.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Have a go.
0: Here. Let's sit down and talk. Did you, guys uh, play, did you guys play in school at all? Like in the yeah. bands? Yeah. Oh, no, not not oh, like as part of the yeah. school. Sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, um, our first show was in for a third grade class though. So wow, we performed just right. us two as nine-year-old. Yeah, that's elementary. awesome. No, we just, we got the music teacher to come to our house and because we wanted to perform for kids because we were little hands back then. And then <laughs> we were, um, we're like, hey, come. My dad got him to come over to our garage. We, we grew up on the east coast in Burlington, Vermont. Okay, and so the music teacher came. And he's like, hey, you guys can actually play. Um, so he gave us a show. So they got all the third grade classes together in like the auditorium, and we played the original songs like we played a set and like there's a this video, of it. yeah. And, and then we've here. been playing as the dares since then, so like since '98. So, you've
2: yourselves out since then, yeah. So wow, we've been that's at that since tight. '98. I didn't even know
1: that. That's so tight. I was gonna ask how you got the name, but because you were young, you probably came up with like, oh, the dares. And then it stuck. That's super yeah. tight. It's Ooh, tight. That's, that. that's a great, yeah. But I was thinking of really funny like nine nine-year-old band names. And it's like the <laughs> wicked boogers or like <laughs>
2: something I, I funny. One of the ones I have Melly I Farts was um uh Nowhere in Particular. I really oh. like yeah. but yeah. yeah that's awesome that's a great story
1: like yeah. when you get together at that age like you have so much time to grow
0: as musicians yeah I think. and then um, we, we just like growing up with a sibling who also does the thing you like to do like you yeah. end up you all like the developmental stages at the same time yeah and with that like understanding of music you're listening to and so like our music tastes evolved basically the same way mm-hmm. in the same direction at basically the same time and i feel like that's a kind of a unique music experience to have with two musicians in one band yeah and it's also good to because every musician has their phase of sucking terribly and
2: we got to <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, no, I you're, talking about. you're still in that phase no i definitely know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah
0: but we got to like get work through that at the same time which was really helpful and mm-hmm. yeah
2: Cool. So it like, like, was like the first time you guys recorded anything, like, and it was studio.
0: We were eleven,
2: I think. Nice, nice. And no, we no, were still. younger.
0: No, no, we were, must have been like ten. Uh, yeah, it was around that, like, like, a few years after we had like started. Jam- yeah, we were recording and, and in and our your
2: dad kind of set that up, or was that you
0: guys just managing oh. yourself? <laughs> <laughs> no, our dad was like our manager for a while. For a while, yes. yeah. My mom he
2: was my manager for a while too, so I get it. Oh, yeah. cool. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Did you so? Oh, when you so talk great. about recording, like, do you guys have all this stuff, like, still archived? Like, you have yeah. it all? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We so a, sick. You, you know? can hear
0: us sing a song called Bad Babysitter. Yeah. We're <laughs> not joking. I love it's it, dude. Not, like, yeah. So sick. Yeah. You guys are
2: playing so. anymore? Or are you guys were tired? <laughs> no, are really
0: you know, we, we outgrew those.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> we two chords to three chords. It's like, you know, an upgrade. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. yeah for now sure. We don't d- speak about them. Oh, sorry, and then I was gonna say, was that just you guys in the studio? Did you guys already have a band? Did you because you <laughs> you, uh, you play drums and then you sing and play guitar,
0: correct? Yeah. okay, mm-hmm. so you gotta get a bass player and then you have another guitar player. Yeah, well, we we, we at one point we had three girls in the band too. There's six of us and like they played like maracas and stuff and dance okay. and sing. We used to perform all around uh Vermont, yeah, like, like the fairs and stuff oh, and right like. On. Yeah, and so we did the whole, like, the kid band we've had, thing. We've had many eras of the dares and, like, different lineups, but... That's so cool. Yeah, it's been That's us... Probably the biggest, though. <laughs> <laughs> that was the highlight. We peaked yeah. in uh, 2001. No. I did a tour
2: <laughs> of junior high schools and a couple high schools, and the high schools sucked. Those kids are too cool, but the junior yeah. high kids, it was oh, awesome. Yeah. It was some of the best shows I've ever played. They didn't know who we are, but they just were stoked that we were there. <laughs> what, what, I, band, what was your band called? So that was the Greater Heights. We were from San Diego. Okay. And that was like the biggest kind of band I was in. Um, what kind of music was it? It was like pop rock. Okay. We played in Orange County every once in a while We and like in LA. We knew some LA bands that we'd like trade shows, trade shows with. Did you guys ever play with Fight Fair? They're from San
0: Diego. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we played with them a couple of times. Who's in that band? Um, was it Aaron? Yeah, something? I haven't, I haven't heard that in so long. Well, yeah, I haven't thought, But you told me San Diego. Was Alex thinking. what? I can't remember. <laughs> it's not Alex Lopez, is it? It could
2: be, that could be yeah. is Alex Lopez and Fighting. It's Fair? a good buddy has yeah. huh? Remember that band, Miss Delphia? They were pretty big. In San yeah, that name sounds familiar. I,
0: I think we played with. So, yeah, it's
2: probably Alex Lopez. Alex Lopez knows everybody. If he's listening, he's probably not listening. He's too <laughs> cool for this podcast. But uh, in the San Diego scene
1: is pretty tight too. Yeah, so when
2: we were yeah. down there, it was it, it was a lot of really cool pop punk bands, and yeah. it was a good time. But then all this all the labels are like, you either got to go more pop or add screaming, and we're like. <laughs> what to do. You like what we do, yeah. Yeah, it just kind of faded out. So um nice. Okay. So then like um let's 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 uh, what's like your biggest show you guys ever played? You know, what's like the biggest venue, maybe most crowd? Like what's the some of the big um, highlights? Um so, must be pretty big. Like there's probably a few hundred people. Yeah, well,
0: so out. like before we moved out to California when we were 13, in our, oh, yeah, I, was, I was gonna ask you that too. When did you come when you were 13? Yeah, so, like, we had like the whole like the kid band era, and like yeah. of that era, we um, in like 2001, the Olympic torch came to our, our town, it was going to Salt Lake City for the dude, early. yeah, and so we performed uh, for 10,000 people on what's called Church Street in Vermont. And then we were we were 11, I think, or maybe 12, or I 10. think we're in sixth grade, okay, yeah. <laughs> That had to be unreal. Yeah, and wow. it was also like twenty degrees. Yeah, it was freezing outside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was
2: surreal. It was like, weird, but yeah. it was cool. Was it, <laughs> that, was it just you guys, or did you have like a band?
0: People. Yeah, we had our base. <laughs> this was after finding Dukey, and then like giving the girls the boot yeah. and um, <laughs> <laughs> rethinking what we wanted to be um there's no way that can come out wrong wow. so the, whole, the, the event was about the torch
2: but you were like part of like the big set or whatever so there's like other bands playing that whole day yeah
0: they picked uh like five artists from like Local. the community and we were just we were picked as one and yeah that is,
2: crazy. That is special man I'm sure that helped like get the nerves out later like oh we did ten thousand people now like yeah like even, sometimes like a room full of five people can be pretty rough but you know
0: yeah. like, yeah. like I, it wasn't it wasn't one of my most anxious shows at all though yeah. so i it like when you see that many people it's not it's it's it's
2: like it's a wall <laughs> it's, it, yeah you don't really like comprehend it too much yeah, yeah. yeah. i've not so, performed in that front of that many people but i've like been on stage in front of that many people and it's it's yeah
0: it's crazy <laughs> It is. It's. It's definitely surreal just to see that many faces, and um, yeah.
2: And then hearing so your we, music that like loud and
0: stuff. yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. It's like, am I gonna mess up? So <laughs> Who about, cares? Like, I'm a punk band. Like, uh, what's like maybe like the biggest artist you've played with?
0: So 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 there's like the Kitty era, and then oh, once. Yeah, Once we moved out here, it was basically 2003, 2004. We restarted. We restarted. We found, uh, in middle school, we met a guy who became our basis, uh, Martin. Um, and then around 2005, we, we were discovered by, um, the, the, the drummer of the police, Stuart Copeland, his brother, Ian Copeland is a booking agent at the time. He passed away in 2007, Mm -hmm. but, um, he wanted to be our manager, and then through him, we ended up opening for the format, uh, oh, which yeah. Became fun. Yeah, the format um, or the guy Nate from Fun. Um, okay. This was like in 2005 at um, uh, in Arizona. Was it Arizona State or I don't know? U of A State. That was like a big auditorium. Yeah. yeah, it was like a big auditorium. That was one of our bigger shows. That was one of the first like playing with like a bigger act. That was actually really cool. Yeah, it That's was super rad. It was a full like theater. And then in 2006 we got signed to Drive Records, and then that led to touring with uh, with uh, the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, and oh. then a tour with Cartel, and another tour with the Almost. Oh, nice. I played. I
2: played. I opened for the Cartel. Uh, oh, cool. Cartel yeah. is so sick. Uh, yeah. Yeah, our old producer from my band, uh, Chris Como. Do you guys know that guy,
0: Chris Como? It's, he sounds. He they
2: started. I think he's not. Uh, maybe, but more recently he's been the drummer for Red Red Suit apparatus or red suit jump Oh, with, okay. Red, yeah he's like a he's like an oc uh producer any bands out there you should check him out because he's just he's one of those guys that's on another level oh cool yeah uh, his name. how many yeah. how many dates was that it was like a full kind of, like full US. um it
0: was so it was half of they're doing a new album are you talking about the cartel tour Oh, was
2: it two different ones? Those are different tours. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was all one big bill because I was like, no, cool. no, 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 that would have been a cool
0: bill actually. Yeah. I yeah. That's, that's a cool tour. <laughs> oh, no, these are three sick. different tours. Oh, that we okay, got gotcha. you. Headliners. Yeah. It? Of those tours, um, the the cartel one was um, what? What did we do? It was like it was like a like, couple
2: of, of did their play chain reaction with them. Yeah. I yeah. This was open
0: for maybe we open for you guys. Yeah, this is in like 09 or. That might have been. Uh, might have been That'd be actually. I that would be that, crazy. Like Providence was on that show too. Did you guys play with that? Who was it? Miss Providence.
2: Oh, yeah. I remember that band too. Yeah. We. Um... I'm trying to remember the other. God, this is bringing back so many memories. I wasn't. Yeah. Ready for this. Um. But yeah, dude, I bet you. You know, that's so crazy. We made play world. together. <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. Or we've we've definitely played with bands that we all yeah. know. That's so crazy yeah. when you get into like the kind of the world of bands. It's become so small. You know, oh yeah. It's, it's <laughs> <pretty> <laughs> very big. There's so many bands out there, but it. Yeah. yeah you bring up so, these names, and oh, I know that person. Oh, I know that person. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, it's a small world for sure. Um. So like that that tour, those two that tour era of us. Yeah. Well, that those were really cool shows like all of them are really good we got to go all over the country run all over Canada um and then right in between we skipped over like the whole experience of being signed we ended up getting signed and they wanted us to write an album and that dragged out for like two years where like we didn't play a wow. ton of big shows but like They wanted us to be more of a pop actor at least that's like the that was the idea that they signed us on was that oh we we would be like a Jonas Brothers. We didn't we didn't know that at the time, so we also weren't like we're poppy, (laughs) but we big at the time too. I mean,
2: yeah, you kind of have to go on that, yeah.
0: Well, it was because we kind of got mismanaged by our first management, that the one that got us signed, and then later on we Was got your dad our next album is called daddy <laughs> um, no um and then we got like a um, a rock manager and then jive didn't really know what to do with us at that point yeah um, yeah but yeah we made like a we did a full-length album with them with the. Uh, David Bendeth and Paul eversold as producers and it was like a great experience but it just got shelved and then yeah, yeah.
2: So it never came out?
0: Never it never came, came out, it got shelved oh. and we did those tours as as a as a like a building a, a fan base and buzz yeah. and, and then, yeah it, it was it was great. We thought like all right, let's get it out and then yeah. yeah. So they they own it. They own the recordings, we still own the songs. So okay. like the masters, they there own. there there was a no re-recording clause for five years after yeah. that was okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, so it, it was a lot of like a lot of crap. But yeah. have
2: you? Is, oh wait, what year was that?
0: Uh, twenty ten when they. Okay, was, so yeah, yeah. Have sorry. you re-recorded
2: songs since then? The, have you gone back and have you been able to do that, or you just uh, kind of just, have you just given able, up on those songs? We, we it kind
0: it. of just kept writing songs and moved on. Yeah. I got you. No, I hear you. I I would be down to I still like those songs But it's not We're in a different Like emotional Mental space For
2: sure Yeah Yeah. Yeah, That's kind of a bummer But like like, At the same time Like a great experience Like you got a learning experience
0: Oh absolutely On
2: of how shitty The music industry is (laughs) Yeah Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We got to work with a lot of Like professional songwriters And like that made us Better songwriters For for sure
2: Yeah Yeah. I mean Hanging out with Cartel For a whole tour I mean Oh yeah Those guys uh, Will right Will? Uh-huh. He's Will a producer Pete. now. And yeah, dude, that guy just is a crazy pop writer.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. And yeah, yeah we just got a lot of recording experience. So now we're a much better band in the studio.
2: It's yeah. so much better than, yeah. do you, you guys go to school or college or anything for like audio or music or anything?
0: Well, uh, I've taken like one audio engineering class, but I do like to, I do like to like make demos and stuff.
2: I think, But that's fine. You, you did what's what a lot of people should do. Just go in there and just dive into the pool of just get experience. Just like, it, yeah.
0: yeah. Of well, course it's great
2: to go to college and get an experience, but yeah. my experience, like yeah. I went to audio school for four, oh. four years, but it was spanned over time. It's like a two year thing, but I did a uh, golden West in Huntington oh, beach yeah. at the time. It was kind of a really good recording school. Not so much anymore. Um, but, and when I was done, I was like, okay, I think I'm ready for the recording world. And I had no idea what I was doing. Like, Okay. I actually just went and interned somewhere and got some people coffee and just hung out on the wall.
0: That's kind of um, what you got to do. Like, yeah. it's hard to break into. You got to start, like, as a runner. Well, <laughs> the thing is, is, like, when it comes to,
1: like, recording school, they're going to teach you how to, like, you know, move all the buttons, hear yeah, music, like and person. stuff. But when you're
2: actually in the practice, it like but it's that's like, where you learn. You're One teacher versus twenty to thirty kids versus yeah, one and you know one intern. So yeah. when I got to sure. film, I was like, I'm not going to film school. I'm just gonna go PA. And since then, I've learned, I've, yeah. I've I'm leaps and bounds over people that are. I see these little kids coming from film school, and they have no idea how to act on film sets and I was like all right mm-hmm. i did the
0: right move and i'm not, not
2: hundred thousand dollars in debt either.
0: yeah you can't cheat like just doing it you know practical experience you- it's man. hard it's not you're gonna mm-hmm. fail a bunch of yeah. times but well, yeah especially for me playing drums like being nice? able to record drums well is its own skill and it, it took years for me to not sound shitty yeah, you,
2: know? you get <laughs> yeah. I definitely learning experiences going in the studio with a producer that teaches you how to play your instrument. Like you think, oh, I know how to play bass. It's like, no, you don't know how to play bass. you don't know how to tone this. Yeah, and it's it's yeah, it's definitely it's, you, going to like if you're in a band, pay someone two thousand dollars to record, and you're gonna get a learning experience on top sure. of like a demo. So. Yeah, absolutely. And so
1: coming out of your like the Jive, you know, records deal and everything, yeah. like that's kind of where you are now right like with same band
0: since then or has it changed yeah. it a little bit well so we uh so at the end of 2010 jive like officially dropped us we were released from the label yeah and then our bassist, who we had since we moved to Ver- from vermont to california and left and so it was just us two again and so we ended up talking to our friend brandon who is our bassist now um, Got it. He joined the band and then we hit up our friend from high school, Anthony. He's our guitarist. Mm-hmm. So been Anthony's with- dope. Yeah. We've yeah. had this lineup about 10 years now. Yeah. That's, so a, that's a big chunk of change. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. So there's like very defined eras of, of our experience and like the music's kind of different. And so we're, I want to say we're almost a different band except like with just the same name and I yeah. guess being the two yeah. constants, but plus our style always kind of evolves a little bit. It, Mm-hmm. never exactly the same which it i think should. it should <laughs> it'd be, it'd yeah be weird
2: if, especially if, with your fans like it'd be weird if you just change your name out of nowhere and and then you know it's yeah, yeah. it's, it's I, I like that you guys just kept it the whole time yeah it's I mean, really there's so many band names really yeah with the same like band
0: yeah. I think it's, it's a good move to keep people like in name recognizability, but it's mostly out of laziness too. Like, <laughs> you I don't change everything. Yeah. change all the yeah. URLs and all this. Yeah. <laughs> well, things.
2: we like
1: I know we were called like "Led to Victory." We had we, and there was a pretty big following like in like Pedro and LA area and stuff because we played out there a lot. But we were like "Data Remember E" and "Heavy." Yeah. And then we, and then all of us were like, let's change our style. And we became Skylark. And then Skylark was like kind of pop punky, like rock music. Yeah. And then like, we we're like, do we really want to change our name? Yes. Cause led to victory sounds stupid. <laughs> so we were just like <laughs> Skylark, one word, easy to do. And then I know like we've played together multiple times yeah. and Where do like, you guys play at?
2: I, what venues? Uh,
0: Slide bar. We did Malone's, right? Uh, no, we didn't play with you guys. I saw you guys at Malone's. we
1: um i think we've done a few shows at slide bar like and those are fun like people come out and we have fun it's
2: not not the
1: best sound but it's a fun no wow yeah Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
2: bring your applause for that
1: but you know like with, with with any band when you change like the name you're kind of changing like the branding and everything and like the kind of identity and i i like at its heart you two have been like the centerpiece of the band. So I think like keeping the name is appropriate for you guys. Yeah.
0: That's kind of what I was thinking. Um, It's really turned into just by doing it for so long, it's become like a lifelong type of project. And I think think like changing it now would just be kind of weird. Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's what thrice says because thrice said they got their name or and there's a bunch of theories but like they don't like the
0: name thrice really and they I don't like really like the dares name. like sometimes people tell me like i get convinced that the dares is a cool name but most yeah. of the time like it's not that cool of a name like, yeah
1: like, if you say i was so- gonna ask like do you <laughs> ever get sick of it
2: <laughs> yeah but like i'm like i don't
0: want to change it like, yeah I- yeah. For sure, days where it's like, no, it is good. Like, I think it's a good name. I've had people like, oh, that's a dope name. I'm like, you think so? But, well, <laughs> I, I think if you look at it,
1: at it in a lens, like historically for you guys, like starting the band when you were kids and calling yeah. it something as juvenile as like the Dares, I think over time it comes to represent like growth, sort of. Yeah, like, yeah. um,
0: Corey. I like that. That's our new we're gonna way. go with that. That's, that's do, do
1: it. it. <laughs> uh, Nice. copyright infringement. <laughs> I need some money right now. I'm Let's in quarantine. Let's do a couple <laughs> plugs for you guys. Um,
2: I'm on your Instagram right now. It's just the, the dares rock. Does someone have the dares? Um, no, I I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes you see when you see those extra words on the, on yeah. I hate those people that steal the, and then they don't, they don't post anything on those accounts. I hate that. Yeah. I think
0: um, it might've been taken, but okay, maybe. maybe, yeah. I don't
2: remember. Uh, I, I've seen a photo. You guys play the doll hut? oh yeah uh, that's, that's cool. cool it's super my, yeah backstory my aunt uh, linda is like she started like the doll hut when it was like oh, Linda's wow. Doll Hut. it's not that it's not linda's anymore but it's the doll hut yeah i, I, oh, I grew, I grew up, up in that club basically yeah. so cool Saw a lot of bands yeah, you're and, an
0: oc kid like oh, you.
2: oh yeah big time yeah oh. the, when i was in san diego it was before my band i moved down to san diego that was only for like two years but yeah oh, okay. i'm an oc kid Cool. <laughs> so yeah, I haven't been there in a while. We—it's not the same doll hut as it used to yeah. be, but I recognize those sticker walls anywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, it—it's it, well, a fun show. It, it's definitely a punk
2: club. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not much. You walk in and go, "Oh, that's the stage." Okay.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's super tiny, but I—I I love the. I love the the vibe of that room like you can have a really fun show in there the yeah. smell of it too is very it's
1: funny because I've powerful. never been inside I've only really? driven by no. and saw like dudes on bikes and stuff and
2: you never you never played there or Chris, <laughs> K, Chris K played there a few times and I played there a few times you ever want saw
1: a guy on a tricycle there what no I'm just kidding <laughs> I said bike so <laughs> nice
2: uh, so yeah check him out on the dares rock anything else you guys want to plug you guys got a uh, Spotify,
0: check Spotify out. Apple music we're on most like online platforms facebook um media, jazz yeah and
1: then i'm before like we wrap things up like what's going on during quarantine like how, like how are you guys dealing with that like as a band or
0: we're so lucky to have our lockout yeah to be able to just keep playing like for me i would become a worse drummer if i had to like not play for sure. Yeah,
2: guitar players can play in their bedroom with their
0: electric yeah. guitar, even plugged like not even plugged in. You need, yeah. you need room to like here. Yeah, it. your skill will just atrophy basically. Yeah. So but we've been writing like new. Oh been, yeah, we, actually we've been refurbishing like old ideas that we forgot about too. That's but good. also writing a lot and just jamming and yeah. And we have two songs that we'll be releasing. We just finished. We just got them mastered. So instead of performing, we will be releasing singles until super dope. Dude, that's how
2: the rap rap guys do it. Like, might as well. Yeah. yeah.
0: We'll send them to you guys. So, like, hopefully, maybe you guys check them out, possibly play them. I don't know if,
1: like, do you not want them played at a certain point? Like, or are we, like, when is there a certain date you're okay with that? We haven't
0: picked a release date yet. yet, Yeah.
2: You know, I'll I'll send them to you. Nice. We'll check them out. We'll, really, we'll release we'll play them when you release them, but we'll yeah. up, we're definitely gonna play some of your uh, older tracks on here. Awesome, yeah. For sure. for sure. And uh cool. All right. Um also check <laughs> check us out uh scrutiny Podcast on Instagram, uh, uh So so scrutiny podcasts and Facebook and rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify and all that jazz, and most importantly, tell a friend. Um we have buttons and pins, Corey. Yes, we do. Uh, we're going to be hopefully and getting some more stuff too. And so we'll have a website and merch store coming up soon. So you guys can grab that stuff. Uh, what else? Bones coffee. Uh, one more mention for them. <laughs>
1: yeah, Bones. definitely. Bones coffee. Go to any small businesses right now. They need us And you know, like what, however the quarantine ends up working out, just like ordering online is so easy. Just, it's great. And you need coffee during this time. Cause. Amen. <laughs> crazy but um uh, what else is i gonna say um we will definitely have you guys on again eventually yeah, yeah this
0: has been a blast maybe you guys can do the scrutiny scale to our music and we'll see how we we don't want to uh, <laughs> i will not be able to bear the <laughs> 30 or something I, could be, well, no, no, yeah. no 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 I, yeah, I, yeah, that's, that's hard
2: yeah, that is the hard part. Of, like it, could, it, the people that we know, friends recognize their own <laughs> stuff. It's like, well, it's part of the scale, man. Scales, scales, my! Yeah. For <laughs> yeah. <don't> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks, guys, so much for coming on. Um, everyone, go check out their music. Um, all right, I've been Robert. That has been, and I'm sorry. Ben and Ben. That's Corey. So-so Scrooney podcast. See you guys. Cool. Peace. Bye.